Welcome to Off Trail with Erie Metro Parks, and today's episode is going to be about Halloween. Is that why you're wearing that getup? Yes. And I was definitely expecting Cheryl to wear a hot dog costume. I'm her- I'm- I'm kind of. Dis- I'm kind of. <gasps> oh, it, it's right there. Oh, <laughs> well, you still win because you brought it. So, yeah. I was in a hurry this morning. So I, you should counts. wear it back to the office. Hot dog win. Hot dog Wait, win. What What day of the week is Halloween this year? Is it a Friday? Saturday? It's, it's a, a Saturday, Saturday. and and it's a full moon. I Thank will be dressing. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will be dressing as Santa Claus this year to try to bring some cheer to the office. Just as a heads up, yes. guys. I have a Santa Claus costume. How do we not Why does that not this? surprise me? Do you know, at for all? real, I, and when I was in West Virginia, I used to play Santa Claus for of course uh, the did. Gabriel Project, which was uh, a charity to like get mothers and children like clothes, diapers, things that they needed. So oh, that's pretty cool. So that's I got a legit cool. beard, like the legit Santa Claus costume. Why couldn't you just be like young Santa? Like just wear the suit, but no like fake beard or anything. You're like, oh, I'm just. Just getting started as Santa. That's a lie. You could dress up as Summer Santa. like Summer Santa. <laughs> like the Hawaiian Santa. Yes. <laughs> I dyed my beard. <laughs> All that stuff. No, but this episode, I'm excited. Actually, I get excited about every episode because I think you guys underestimate how much research I put into this. <laughs> <laughs> um, because I, I try to, I really kind of took what Ethan said to heart and said, you know, if we can connect it to... Um, like real life things for people, not just like, oh, here's some nature facts. Let's beat the crap out of you with those. <laughs> like that, that can get boring. Um, trust me, I can lecture. I'm good at that. But mm-hmm. uh, what I like, what this one's going to be fun because we're going to be talking about a lot of animals associated with Halloween and how that happened. Yes. So, Ooh, and exciting. So we're going to ask you guys why you think they're associated, and then I'm going to tell you why they're associated. Very cool. So. I'm afraid at some point I'll run out of good content because <laughs> I've done so well up to this point. Um, but, nowhere to go but so, down. No, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, but it, honestly, I keep getting better because I keep, you know, digging a little deeper and finding cool things. And our um, new story, <sighs> it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Ooh. Yeah, so. It's like a spooky. It's like a Halloween. It, it's like Halloween themed, but like also will keep you up at night. Oh, God. I also cool. had a terrifying okay, dream. I already have issues. So I already, I, last night I had a terrifying dream where my older brother was driving. I was in the passenger seat and my younger sister was in the back seat. And we're just like, my brother goes to pull into this parking lot, parking spot. And like, we just start going downhill and just keep going. And it's like that, that dude, the crash yeah. never ends. Yeah. Like, and like, I'm trying to close my eyes, but like, wake up, you idiot. You know, it's fake. Like, and I just couldn't uh, wake up. I just yeah. kept rolling down the hill in the car. One of my first like what I would think would be like a first nightmare for me, or at least a dream that was scary, was almost exactly like that. But I was in the car with, uh, what's the, the uncle's name on Bobby's World? Uncle Howie? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. He was driving. <laughs> <laughs> and we were crashing down a hill that like wouldn't stop. Yeah. It was just like, I, I don't know. It was just weird. Never had a dream. I actually don't even dream that much. But that one, like, woke me up at, like, 4.30, and I was like, well, I'm up. So I got up, and I made biscuits from scratch, and then I... All right, so we're going to talk about the animals that are associated with Halloween. All right, so our first one, since you went out and searched for bats last night, we'll start there. Bats? Yeah. And how they're associated with Halloween? Yep. How do you think they're associated? How do you think they got there? Okay, I just read this yesterday. Oh, dang. <laughs> it's something to do with witches because how they wrap up their wings, they look like the cloaks of witches, right? 
that, that's one way. So there's multiple. I mean, because I mean, obviously Halloween has a lot of tradition when you look back at um, different cultures throughout the world and how they perceive Halloween. So Ooh, Oh, and witches used to put them in their their bruise or still put them in their bruise. I don't know what's technically correct. Yeah, so that's one way. <laughs> Do you way. want 17th century Rona? Because that's how you get 17th <laughs> We already Rona. did. Isn't that how that happened? <laughs> so, Ethan, how do you think that they became associated with Halloween? Well, if we're talking about, like, modern Halloween, like what we observe now, which is about, like, creepy stuff and just all spooky stuff, it reminds me, the imagery I get in my head, first of all, bats are terrifying because... <laughs> They, they just are. I don't know why. Like, Just because you have issues with them in your house. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> but for whatever reason, like, I, I'm more skittish about a bat being in my house than a mouse. Like, because mm-hmm. a mouse. Mouse spread way more disease. I was just but about to say but that. they can't fly. I don't know. Well, uh, the, probably the reason I'm thinking that. Yeah, but they can that, chew on your dinner, and then next thing you know, you're taking a bite. Next thing you know, Rona 2.0. They chew on it's your true. wires, burn your house down. It's true. Bats they are just do that. there and eating bugs. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> any, occasionally. <laughs> we will well actually yeah. Yeah. you out of Look this. Look at that. <laughs> they have toxic poo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. But no. So I associate, when it comes to Halloween, I associate bats with like vampires and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so being that vampires are sort of part of the, the creepy collection of things that we uh, that we celebrate on Halloween during Halloween, yeah. Well, and when you think of, like, vampires and bats, you think of the vampire bat. Right. It's like, they're going to suck your blood. Right. they don't even right. suck blood, they technically. Right. They just lap it up lap like it. lazy pigs. And they, they like, cow. Poke a hole and... Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we did that at the same time, so... <laughs> but, yeah, so, Cheryl, is yours kind of a consensus with those two? Similar. And I'll start with somebody else different each time, so we're not just, like... Letting Melissa actually all of us all the time. (laughs) So, Ethan, everybody kind of was right on those. Like, they're nocturnal, so they're creepy to people. Melissa was right about uh, the concept of witches. Another thing that was kind of a norm or people observed is people who they presumed were witches were people who were out at night uh, having fires. So the bats, what they would do is they would fly around the fires at night because there were insects and things. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And, like, people were like, oh, they're conjuring the bats. Like, these witches are conjuring bats, and that's how these people, these witches probably got hung and murdered. It's because people just made an assumption of oh, yeah, what they saw. Just because the bats were trying to eat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it wasn't the witches' actions that got them killed. It was <laughs> the bats flying around them, so. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised that there's, like, superstitions surrounding bats. Like, just their, like, like the silhouette of a bat is... Kind of creepy, you know? And I don't know what, it's sort of like a chicken and egg moment. Like, well, they, are they not. creepy because of the superstitions or did people develop superstitions because okay, they're creepy? Okay, do you think they're that not they're the creepy just like in my opinion, hanging? As I'm dressed as a bat. Or when they're flying? Because I think they look like fuzzy little footballs when they're flying. <laughs> With wings? I don't know. But, but I, I don't like them in my house. <laughs> I just, that, that's they the last thing. fly so spazzy, yeah. too. Yeah, like. They fly slow, well, not slowly, but they can fly at low speeds, which is weird. Like, what, what, like they're flying in my house, and like they're just like bouncing on the air. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's not much gliding, yeah, involved in yeah. bats. Like with a, with a bird, you're like, oh, they can glide down to another. Air. Like bats are just like, yeah, I don't know. But they have like, to fly that way to catch their food because they're chasing flying insects. Dude, there's so none in my house, guys. The, the so dopest part <laughs> is when they use that back little membrane to like scoop bugs 
Yeah, I have seen that in slow motion. Into their mouth. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. That just blew my mind. That's so when cool. When I first found that out, like I will say, like bats are cute though. Like I, I think they're cute looking. Like they, they have the whitest just, just not teeth in your house. Little out fuzzy of face. anything you will see. It really? is amazing. Interesting. I wonder. Maybe we just need to eat bugs. True. I would be the only person in this table <laughs> that would be okay with doing that. Actually, have done that. Have any of you eaten bugs before? Yeah. No. Yeah. I've had chocolate covered ants. Like I'm talking so, like just not straight really. up off the ground. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Yes, me too. I've eaten worms, crickets, all kinds of stuff. Probably have a parasite. Termites in Costa Rica. Yeah, That's I was in creepy. Ecuador and the people we were with offered us all uh palm grubs, which are like the big, fat, juicy white grubs inside okay. of palm trees. And pretty much like everybody in our group ate them, except for me. Well, because <laughs> I was just like, you're like, like I, I have, yeah. I was like, I have nothing to prove. I don't, <laughs> I don't need to eat that. No, thank you. Um, there's also another um, little thing that goes with most of these animals that we're talking about. People believe that witches had familiars. So what is that? Watch. Familiars basically like uh, like a spiritual guide or a spiritual uh-huh. like they do their bidding for them, so they can send them off to do. Bad witchy thing. <laughs> I want one of those. Right. So if you watch, Man, that's if you watch Sabrina, you remember that show from when we were kids. Oh yeah, they brought it back on Netflix, and uh, her familiar is Salem the cat. Gotcha. So cats are also thought to be familiars. Toads, variety of other things too. Interesting. So familiars are, uh, with the exception of maybe one or two. So all right. What was the deal with witch hunts? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about Dude, it. People always why want someone to blame. Such a big deal. <laughs> Like they're minding their own business. Different. Well, because they it was right. a, it was a reason to probably blame why something wasn't happening yeah. for them, or yeah. if something bad happened, like oh, well, it was the witches down in the corner over there that are <laughs> yeah. minding their own business. You always got to have someone, even if they're made up. <laughs> right. Um, so the next one, one of my favorites, spiders. Oh yeah, because spiders are yeah objectively terrifying. Uh, as, uh, if you could see Melissa's face right now, <laughs> like it was like like a face of disgust, like. Wow. They're just creepy. Yeah. Creepy That's stuff, one of the best scares yeah. I've done in my life was with the cooler to <laughs> Melissa. Like, ah! That was <laughs> the worst day. Okay, so to give you guys some backlog on this, he had given me a cooler and I went to put something in it and there was a giant spider. So I open it and I scream and I shove the cooler back and say, get rid of this. So he pretends to get rid of it. So I go to open the cooler again and the spider is still there and I am screaming bloody murder. I just don't like it when they touch you. Like, Stay in your lane, spider. I'm a professional scarer, just to make it clear. Yeah. But Melissa is currently safe. So for now. (laughs) For now. Thanks. So yeah, they are creepy. Um, They're unpredictable. So spiders can move the way their legs are designed, they can move in literally any direction at the exact same speed. So left, right, up, down, whatever you think, like backwards, forwards, like they're just little ninjas. I don't like that. So and they have too many legs. There are a couple slower <laughs> ones. Like your, the ones that are like cellar spiders and house spiders are a little bit slower. But like wolf spiders, grass spiders, those Ugh. are like ambush Ugh. spiders, like jumping spiders, like they're like little ninjas. Like yeah. jumping spiders can be unpredictable. <laughs> I have some in my mailbox. And Rachel will not check the mail. Like that's, just where, that's just where you keep your jumping spiders. One time, I pulled the mail out of the thing, and I didn't check it like I'm supposed to on purpose. And I put it 
in this like in between in the car and she she just screams you did and she hops up in the car and jumps out the window like so fast i was just like i've never seen you move this quick in my life like she will now for she there's nothing you can do to make her check the mail i don't she doesn't care if it's like like negative 75 degrees outside she wouldn't check the mail i have to do it so it's so funny you did that to yourself. Yeah. Oh, I did. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Jumping spiders don't bother me. They're, they, they're kind of like... They are the cutest. They really are. They're cute. like cartoon they character are. versions you can get those of a good, spider. Like those good pictures up in their face. Yeah. Like real good with a good macro lens. Cutest spiders ever. Everybody, you, when you hear that, you're going to be like, no, they're not. And then you're going to look and you're like, all right, Michael's right. And all those little eyeballs are looking at the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any spider that's like smaller than like a... Smaller than a nickel... I'm fine with that. Like you're, you're cool. You're all right. But are like, you though? I, I mean, as long as they don't touch you. See, unpredictable. Yeah. Spiders are fine until they touch you. Unpredictable spiders. I'm not a fan of unpredictable spiders. I'm not a fan of unpredictable snakes. Like, like I don't like it to be a surprise to me. Right. Because like, it's going to make you jump. Because like, oh, what is that? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that's probably considering. Like I go out looking for spiders. Like I don't get scared when I'm looking because I know what to expect. But right. like, right when it just like shows up or like drops down from the ceiling, like that throws you off. Like, yep. Is that a common occurrence for you? Spiders dropping or snakes drop, dropping from the ceiling? No, but like <laughs> I go into some creepy places sometimes in search of things. So this Again, year I have struck out. I have struck out with snakes very, very bad. Yeah. There were, <clears throat> excuse me, there were a couple at the, the quarry last weekend when I was filming. Mm. <clears throat> a couple of garter snakes. Pick them up. I almost okay, did. Okay, why almost, does everybody else except in the, the office find them except for well, yeah, I, the naturalist? Well, he was, a, he was a wee little guy, too. Like, he was That's pretty okay. small. That's okay. That means we can play with them. Yeah, I was going to pick him up and then call you and be like, hey, you still want a snake? But yeah. Cheryl so did find one, but it had a bite taken out of it. It did. Oof. Yeah. So well, I was like, good. oh, so I picked it up. I was very excited. I looked on the side, and it's like a chunk of it was missing. Oh, oh my oh, gosh. Oh, oh. Like, oh, buddy. <laughs> it, like, scarred over. And everything, oh. but interesting, yeah. So I let him go. <laughs> Good choice. All right, the next animal we're going to talk about is black cats. This is just a like a standard cats. Not cats really don't stand a chance. Like coming <laughs> to America, like there are no cats in America. What movie is that? I think you just made that up right now. No, I didn't. Fievel. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, that's not the name of the movie, but that's the little mouse. Whatever it's called. <laughs> American tail, is that yeah. what it's called? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. So, yeah, but cats don't stand a chance. Black cats, obviously, they're creepy. Do you guys have any superstitions with black cats? No. No. I do. I have one. Anytime a black cat crosses my path and I'm in a vehicle, I lick my finger and I put three X's in the top left corner of the windshield. Really? Your my mom used to do it. So I just. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like superstitions. Do you have like, any like other like superstitions? Bad like bad luck superstitions? No. Walking under a ladder. No. no. Broken mirror. No. No. No superstitions whatsoever. You mean so. to tell me, I, I've known you guys for about two years now, and you have zero superstitions. I don't think so. I'm like on the verge. If I see a black cat and it crosses my path, I'm like, I might have bad luck for a little while. My sister has a black cat. So there's a black cat that crosses my... Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> like, oh, wait. The dots are connecting. <laughs> connecting the dots. I figured it out. So I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. I'm a little, a little stitious. <laughs> but I, I am very superstitious. So, so funny. here's some other things that I do. Um, when I go over a bridge, I hold my breath every time. 
How do you make it? No across matter. The I, I can hold bridge? my. I can hold my breath for like two and a half minutes. The Edison Bridge takes four minutes. Whoa. Try it. Across. Start now. I got a timer. You ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to have a two minute long silence. Say, no, you have to put your head in a bucket of water though. So it's true. Then wait, but I thought you weren't superstitious. No, no, no. To prove that to you're prove not that like, you oh, breathing. Can't hold your breath. <laughs> not a oh. superstition. <laughs> <laughs> you put your head in a bucket of water for superstition. <laughs> I thought it was one of you. <laughs> okay, but I do have a couple other ones. Um, when you go across train tracks, since we do every day, I pick my feet up. Are you supposed to do that? Or else, cross your fingers. Or else, your significant other will wind up pregnant. So I'm just always up. <laughs> what? Yeah. So what happens if my uh, if my wife? Goes across the railroad tracks and doesn't do that. Am I going to get pregnant? <laughs> no, <laughs> it would be her getting pregnant. So, so anyway, wow. I have I have some weird superstitions. So if you see me do anything weird, I never split like when you go into like Walmart or Target. I never split a pole or anything like that. if I'm holding hands with someone. Like even with my daughters, like if I'm holding hands, like I make them go around the same way I am, or I go huh. around the way they're going. Do you have any wow. like with football? Like you have to wear a jersey. Or something? I, I put on a specific T-shirt in the morning. And then one hour before the game, I put on a specific jersey, and I hold a little, I'm a Baltimore Ravens fan, I hold this little Ravens football, and like I'm constantly like touching it or moving it around. <gasps> and this year, the first game I did not wear that jersey, they lost, and Baltimore is 5-1 and one now. It's all your fault? Oh, yeah, it's 100% my fault, which <laughs> it's not. I, I know that that's not realistic. <laughs> like, even if I, like, I think that me watching the game sometimes, like, alters what's going to happen. But we all know that that's not true. Like, that's just not realistic. Or do we? Maybe it is all me. (laughs) But anyway, so I do, I have a lot of superstitions. Or just some stitions. Rats. Rats and mice. This is the next one. Rats are cute. Super smart. Again, they're disease carriers, though. Filthy. Which bats can be, too. Filthy. In bats' defense, or... Well, bats are usually bats are just pretty clean. Bat, I mean, the only time that they're spreading diseases amongst themselves, usually, or if they get rabies, which isn't impossible, right. it's like but a point zero one percent chance that they're going to have rabies. Yeah. Right, but I think like most health departments have a have a code that like yeah, yeah, if there was a bat in your house for amount of time or whatever, like you should get checked for rabies. Hmm. Uh, I didn't know that, but point zero one. It's a, it's Anyways. A, I, don't, I don't make the rule <laughs> That's why I've learned that you just, if you find a bat, just leave it alone. Unless it's in my house, in which case. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Maybe y'all should just go get your pre-exposure rabies shots. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I probably should, as much as I deal with skunks and stuff now. Yeah, you, all of you <laughs> probably guys should. should. I need to get my tears um, checked. So... Here's the problem with rats is obviously we've talked about they're filthy, but they're like, they usually come in like when they're, they're swarms and groups of them. Oh yeah. And like they're, I think at least they have the best scientific name, Radis Radis. <laughs> so sounds cool. like a Pokemon name. Radis Radis. <laughs> like what, what was the, no, never mind. Side, sidebar later. Um, <laughs> they are nocturnal, which um, kind of, they're sneaky and secretive, which make them creepy and weird. And, and they'll eat dead stuff too, right? Um, I can't answer that successfully. I don't I'm know. not sure. I don't know. No. I don't no. know the answer to that. Well, we'll see I you mean, their next main week. diet is <laughs> podcast over. Grain. Yeah, I mean, they'll 
opportunistic is basically what they are. They'll eat gotcha. whatever they can. Um, and some of them and, are, are classically trained French chefs. I learned that in a movie. Once. <laughs> <laughs> of course. My wife are. loves that movie, Ratatouille. It's great. It's so it. cute. Um, and if you get, if you just get bit by a rat, like they can carry so much disease in their mouth. You can get like yeah. super sick from just a bite. Like, yeah. Like, just have the, the some. What? <laughs> I was distracted by a bird that was outside. I apologize. Of course you were. The world's window. smallest window. <laughs> sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so werewolves or wolves. This one. Did you just give away the answer? No. Wolves because of werewolves? No. Oh. They go together. Um, How? Because. Full moon. Full moon. Full moon. Oh, that's the only connection. Got it. Yeah, I mean, their howling is kind of ominous yeah. or, or foreboding, sort of. So, but like basically a werewolf is just a man wolf or a... Or a wolf man. Yeah. Actually, it's pronounced, I have it written here, where is a meaning man, so it's a man. Mm-hmm. So Old English would be where is man, wolf. And then the female version of that would be whiff wolf. Huh. So that is crazy. Woman wolf. So she's not a werewolf. She's a whiff wolf. Whiff wolf. You say woof? <laughs> whiff wolf. 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 So like no L sound at all? Wolf. 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 <laughs> How many times can we say the word wolf? <laughs> Am I saying it wrong? Say Have I been wolf. saying it wrong my whole it life? It sounds like you're saying woof, like W-O-O-F. <laughs> oh, so sad. No, my uh, one of my uh, pastors growing up, uh, he had kind of like a southernish accent. Like, I don't know where he was originally from, but he pronounced wolf, woof. Like, just clear as day, woof. <laughs> and there was someone in our church who was actually a veterinarian, and her name was Dr. Wolf, but he always called her Dr. Woof. And it just, <laughs> thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, like milk. No, I, I'm wrong. Milk. milk. Pillow. Ah. Milk. Milk. So is there any <laughs> reason why a werewolf is connected to Halloween? Yeah. Like, how did they... Think about it. Well, I mean, again, it's just, like, creepy stuff. Yeah, like, creepy, like, ominous, like, all the movies, like, usually kind of try to say How did werewolves that. come about? Like, how... So, they were believed to be a shapeshifter. This is a Native American folklore. So, there's, like, a... So... Native American had this whole line of, like, people who could shapeshift into a specific animal, skinwalker. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was either a bear or a bobcat or a, a wolf, for example. So what happened with a werewolf was basically one guy actually got managed to get stuck in between the two, in between man and wolf. And that's where that folklore of werewolf kind of oh. started. Oh, interesting. So um, I think that one's pretty cool. cool. And it's one of those ones that's... Most of these are associated with witches because spiders can be familiars, black cats, obviously. Rats can be familiars to witches. But werewolves do not. They are not associated with witches. They stand alone. Mm. So Creepy. Next. Sorry. Owls. <laughs> this, one's, this one's a good one. Well, they come out at night. Well, yeah. Barn cool owls looking. are creepy. Yeah, if you hear one of them... They sound... I'm going to play sound, it for you. Yeah. They I'm sound a, like a... Like a woman screaming out in the middle of the woods. And yes. it's very, very Yikes. creepy. And one of the backstories with these is when the settlers first came to the Americas and they built their buildings and they would go out 
with, you know, their little oil lanterns, which you can't see very well, they would fly over and make that creepy sound. And their bellies are white, so they actually look like ghosts. So for a long time, they didn't realize that they were ghosts or that they were owls. They thought they were ghosts. Yeah, that was terrifying. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, if you if you're out, I'm telling you, if you're out in the middle of the woods at night and you hear this sound, yeah, that's yeah, I would nope out of there in a hurry. Yeah, yeah, that's not fun. Like, nope. Nope. and first off, you're not going to be like, oh, that like early settlers aren't going to be like, oh, that was an owl. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, no, way. you're going to go gone. There's yeah. a banshee in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going to eat me. And then, like, the other thing is, is when you encounter an owl in the wild, if you're trying to call them or you're in their territory and you do something that seems slightly aggressive to them, they will swoop down on you. And I'm not kidding when I say this because me and Melissa have been in a situation (laughs) where I'm at the front of the line and we're calling owls. And, well, actually, I was at the back of the line. And everybody goes down. And as they're all dropping in the line, I'm the last person to see the owl. And it goes, like, literally maybe like 10 to 8 inches <laughs> over my head. It was so cool, but we did have a guy with us who was like what, 6'3"? Yeah, he was real tall. <laughs> Poor guy, he was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and it's also I've heard of a few cases from professors when I was in college of, you know, when they're in when the owls are in breeding time and they're in territories and you're trying to call for them occasionally what they'll do is they'll come down and basically try to chest bump you like to get you out of there it's never happened to me but i've heard a lot of people say like they've had them like like run into them or hit them so that would be terrifying too if you just had one come down and hit you and then you see nothing well and they got like razor sharp talons too well yes and then they fly silently so you can't (laughs) can't even hear them coming you have no idea what you just got hit by (laughs) you just see these two eyes disappear into the night so yeah that would be so cool Listen to her. (laughs) It'd be like a hug from an owl. (laughs) And there's some folklore about um, if you see an owl on a full moon, um, there's going to be death around you at some point. And then there's also if there's an owl in your house, then you're going to die or someone in your house is going to die. So... At least you have bats and owls. owls. At what point point would... I have an owl. How, how did an owl yeah, get into I don't my, know house? How the owl right. would get my house? Um, unless it was a barn owl, and your house was kind of like a barn, and they managed to find a hole in. Right. So, um, a lot of people believe that owls are super smart, which is not the case. Really? Yeah. So that's a myth. So they're slightly intelligent, but they're not super smart. So basically what they've done is they've sacrificed the size of their brain for their eyes. Uh-huh. So there's more space for their eyes so they can bring in a ton of light and be able to fly and hunt and, you know, maneuver successfully through the dark. But they're so. not very intelligent? No. Interesting. What in, in your experience with educational owls? I mean, some are smarter than others. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it just depends on what they're motivated by. Like, it's so hard to judge intelligence of an mm-hmm. animal. Like, I mean, yes, we know that crows are super, super smart and they can do all these things, but is that because we associate intelligence with being able to follow directions like yeah. humans and do, whereas owls aren't as good at following directions, but they can hear things from three football fields away. I mean, yeah, it all just depends. And they can pinpoint things where they hear as well. So they're fascinating. Maybe, they're, maybe Melissa's right. They're smart in their own way. 
Yeah, I mean, because yeah, like owls are successful. In their own way. <laughs> owls are kind of always associated with like wisdom and scholarship and stuff like that. I don't, yeah. Again, I don't What's know that? why, but people use that as mascots. And then Is it because yeah. they put they're... a monocle on their owl? Right, <laughs> like the wise old owl. Yeah, yeah. Like that like thing. The, the Tootsie Pop owl. Didn't book it? Wasn't book it's mascot an owl for a while? Oh, maybe. No maybe clue. I'm thinking of something else. I don't remember. Or maybe it was like a school curriculum that I had as a kid. There was an owl on it. I don't know. Because isn't a group of owls called a parliament? Yes. Yeah. So I thought that was eagles. No. Oh, no, that's a, is that a congress? What's the group of eagles called? I have no Damn. idea. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I, I thought it was a parliament. But no, parliament of owls. Parliament is an owl. Yeah. Murder you, of crows. You guys would know more than me. <laughs> All right, Ravens and Crows, that will segue into that one. So this one actually didn't happen until, like, super late. Oh. Is it because they're familiars? No. Back to Eagles real quick. It's a convocation. Convocation. Oh. Um, actually, anyway. Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds. That's what Such did this Such a one. great movie. Really? That's, that's what, what did it. That's what yeah. made them be associated mm-hmm. with it? So they were loosely associated with, like, because, like, a blackbird, like a black cat, all these animals that were, most of these animals, with the exception of, like, a barn owl, talking about our dark animals. Yeah. I mean, ro- 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 I almost combined ravens and crows there, rose. Um, <laughs> ravens and crows, they're not nocturnal, um, but they are, in times, can be scavengers or opportunistic about what they eat. They'll eat dead stuff. They'll eat live stuff. They prefer, um, you know, a variety of different foods, but that movie kind of allowed for people to kind of see them in like a, oh, these are bad. Well, then you have uh, Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. The Raven. Yeah. 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 Which is super creepy. Meh. Cool. You're getting to like my weird. <laughs> Next. <laughs> it's like, where are we going now? Uh, <laughs> yeah, they are dark and ominous. Um, they are. In terms of intelligence, uh, for brain-to-body ratio, which we've talked about before, uh, they are super smart. They're self-aware. They have facial recognition skills, which also helps them to, like, know if you're a bad person or if you're not good or things like that. Um, like they'll remember your... They can you remember to them or whatever. Face, yeah. yeah. Like if you're, like, harassing the birds or yeah. something. Like. And then they're the first birds um, to usually, like, team up on, like, an owl or a hawk that's hanging out, um, basically to snitch them out. You know, hey, 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 <laughs> hey, get out of here. You don't belong here. Um, and then they were considered messengers of evil after that. So passing evil on to other bad people and things like that. Crazy. Um, the next one, toads. It's totally. Well, you had mentioned that they were associated with witches. Yep, right? familiars. Um, that's one way. Um, and like, uh, if, in my opinion, this is one of the, the creepiest, like, of the things that we've talked about. They're warty. Yeah. They fit into that, like, what we know and see as Halloween as like a. It's so hard for me to think of a toad as I creepy. think it's tough for you me to too. think of any of yeah. these animals. I think, as, like, yeah, like, I just think they're cute. <laughs> like, I know. We had a bright one, red Red one. Red one at our house the other night. It was so oh, cool. That's cool. A white red one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They were also believed to be a demon assistant, so they would like. No, that's cats. 
No, they toads too. <laughs> no, I'm saying in reality though. Oh, it's cats. <laughs> cats can be. Um, and then witches were believed to be to use toad spit in their brews. Oh, or witches brew. <laughs> it would probably be a mucus. There more any uh, Homestar Runner fans out there? <laughs> I'm sort of witches brew. So, and I already talked about my superstitions a little bit. Um, there are some superstitions that kind of caught me off guard here. I looked a few up. Um, if you spot a spider on Halloween, a spirit of a deceased loved one is following you. No, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then <laughs> this is in France. Who comes up with this stuff? Dude, I'm telling you, I was This so is the anxiety in the 17th yeah, century. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true. Dude, no, here's That's one. So funny. Stepping in dog poop is good luck in France, <laughs> but only with your left foot. That's so funny. Well, that's not fair. Well, they drive on the left there. Okay, but you also probably step in poop. I don't know about dog poop, but like, there's a, we've already talked about how much poop is involved in your life. But you stepping in dog because poop of is, animals. Melissa, I mean, yeah, but when we <laughs> go hiking clarify. all the Let's time, clarify. like I feel like I step oh, in yeah. poop every time I go out in the parks. Yeah, pick up your poop, people. Yeah, come <laughs> on, Penny, guys. Penny, Penny, my dog licks my shoes con- like continuously. Ew. That's why she chewed up my boots because I know disgusting. there's poop like of some sort. Yeah. Anyway, uh, bird poop brings good luck in Russia and wealth. Only in Russia. I would be <laughs> so lucky and so rich. I can't tell I you how many times one I've of been those pooped things. on by birds. And it's usually chickadees because they get mm-hmm. angry that I am like in their area. That's funny. A lot of poop. <laughs> That's like a defense mechanism of chickadees? No. Just they're poop just, on you? I mean, we think about their poop. It's basically a mixture of poop and pee and like... They're just going all the time. That cool. Their GI, everything's just moving through so quick. They're just like, poop. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're the only animal that I've ever seen that's not vulnerable when they're pooping. Like, it's just mid-flight, poop. It's true. Yelling at you, poop. Looking that's for like a mate, all birds. poop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's all birds. Yeah. Goats it, with the exception too. of maybe geese. They have like a... Geese just poop all the time. Yeah, they're just... Poop machines. Birds are poop machines. Basically. They really are. Yeah. That's why I won't get a bird personally, like a, a parakeet or something. Yeah, something. Just, <gasps> that would be so cool. You should get one. No. It's too much poop. <laughs> and the kids would wind up letting it out. Okay, or something. but like their poop is little. Like stink, you would though. need a wheelbarrow to clean it. I need multiple <laughs> wheelbarrows to clean the amount of poop we have. I had a friend <laughs> growing up that had birds and it always stunk. Like Worse than cats, I think. Yeah. Maybe. Birds do have a specific smell. And it's like you you got to, like, clean up their poop, like, right away. And they, like you said, like, they poop a lot, like, all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, it just always ends up smelling. But it is cool to, like, have birds inside. Like, especially if, if like, the bird... I, so, I don't like people get birds as pets and, like, clip their wings and stuff like that. So, like, they can't fly. But if, like, a bird was injured or something or had a... A defect, like a birth defect or something like that, to where it couldn't fly. Then I'm all for people having birds as pets, because like, well, maybe you give them a, a happier life than what they would have oh. had outside. But yeah, they just smell so bad. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> One of my favorite bird poop stories. <laughs> I was working at this refuge in Florida, and we had gotten a pelican in. Oh, and we were trying so to cool. remove a bunch of fish hooks from it, and mind you, this was the That's third time sad. that pelican had been there because we put. <laughs> 
white out on its beak every time we released it. And it kept coming back with fishing line. Anyways, clean up your fishing line, people. (laughs) (laughs) He, I was holding him while we were trying to remove it. And he pooped so much and filled up my pocket. (laughs) It was like, it was the most epic poop that ever happened. And it was disgusting and... I, yeah, I, I never thought of, I would hear how that did sequence it? of words <laughs> in a sentence. This has been the most epic poop. If I ever come out of the bathroom and tell you guys that. <laughs> Wait, how did it get in your pocket? Because I was holding it to the side of me. So like, oh, like his butt panic? was hanging uh, off the cloaca. Cloaca must have been like and it right was just like pocket. the perfect, it was the perfect storm. Did you get to, <laughs> you get to go home and change? <laughs> no, no, I threw no. my clothes in the washing machine there and then just got another pair of scrubs but yeah it was that's so funny it was like a pocket full of poop it was terrible <laughs> i got a pocket got a pocket full of poop poo <laughs> <laughs> yep oh okay so in poland knitting outside can prolong winter so if any of you are knitting outside don't <laughs> don't, don't you don't dare don't you dare uh, so i'm going to be knitting outside <laughs> all winter long. apparently somebody in ohio november 1st Sits on their porch with an endless <laughs> supply of yarn. Right. Just knitting 24-7 for the next six months. Uh, that should be a public service announcement. <laughs> right. So in outside. Rwanda, females believe that eating goat meat makes them grow hair. So females will not eat goat meat at all. Ooh. Well, that just ruined my plans. Okay. That is something <laughs> that's definitely made up by a dude who wanted... Hit more food, more, more yeah. of the oh, goat absolutely. meat. Absolutely, that was the first thing I thought of. Is like somebody. It's being just selfish. the meat. Like, what if you made? It's just the meat. Milk. Just the meat. Milk's fine. Huh. The meat will m- make you grow hair. And like, you could get away with saying that for a guy. Like, look at my beard. I eat goat meat all the time. Like this luscious beard and this armpit hair I have, and then. <laughs> oh. Or this luscious armpit hair I have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna start telling stuff like that to my kids. About like pizza and stuff. Oh, oh. Yeah. No, if you're under the age of 18 and you eat pizza, like, sorry, you'll grow a mustache. <laughs> Don't do it. See? That's why I have to eat the pizza. Or See? they'll be like, sweet. I'm already yeah. here. <laughs> Abraham would be like, anyway, might as well. I'm right. going to get there anyway. <laughs> um, in Korea, eating asymmetrical food, and I picked this one specifically for you, Melissa, will make you have an ugly baby. Why, is, why is that specifically food? for Melissa? Because she's pregnant. You tell we all gonna have no, I'm not telling you you're going to have an ugly baby. But, but I was like, we know that's ridiculous. How would like, you we? even make sure that all of your food was symmetrical? Right. You could only eat grapes. Grapes aren't symmetrical. Aren't symmetrical huh? Oh, you're right. From the way the vine. Oh, you can't eat anything. You would have to basically... That's why you would have an ugly baby. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't eat malnourishment. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, didn't think... There's, is there any symmetrical food? Um, Cube steak. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, kind of. Like, a lot of fruits are. Like... But not, like, perfectly well, symmetrical. Well, of course not perfectly symmetrical. Well, I, I think, think there's anything that's perfectly like, symmetrical. Like a strawberry, that's yeah, that cattywampus. I don't know, but you cut but it. one individual strawberry does all the strawberries have to be like the same? But an orange, oranges are nice and round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty symmetrical. I think so. But okay. when you peel them apart, they are not. Well, when you chew it, it's actually, not going to be symmetrical anymore. Actually, 
I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't understand how this is possible. <laughs> if someone knows, please tell me. I, I don't. Or maybe they mean like you have to eat food like in pairs. Okay, or I researched it, but I didn't dig that deep. Okay, I need more information. <laughs> Fail. <laughs> I don't want an ugly baby. <laughs> You're not going to have an ugly baby today. <laughs> okay. Oreos. No, so, nailed it. You used to eat Oreos all the time. They're symmetrical. I didn't look up the origins of this one either because this one was like the last one of the last ones. And I was like, all right, I'm done. Hiding your thumbs when passing a graveyard in Japan. Ooh. Interesting. Huh. So I will forever. Do ghosts grab onto your thumbs and, and pull, pull you, you in? Yeah. That's a good <laughs> thought, though. Mm, interesting. I wonder if there's something. We're all sitting here with further. our thumbs stuck. <laughs> <laughs> We're Why? nowhere near a graveyard. <laughs> I mean, all of these things have to, like, come from specific cultures in these areas. Yeah. Like, thumbs maybe represent something. Maybe I, I, I didn't look it up and, and didn't, didn't continue on. But well, that's why, like, what's that animal called? An eye eye? Where is are they that? from? Polynesia? Uh, mm, somewhere. Eye eye? An eye eye. How do you spell it? <laughs> they, A-Y-E. A-Y-E. A-A. A-A. <laughs> and I is a type of lemur, and they have mm. this creepy middle finger that looks like a stick, and it kind of acts like a woodpecker. So they go through, and they'll tap their creepy little finger Dude, all that over. Is creepy. The yeah. tree until they find an insect, and then they use that finger to, like, dig it out and then stab the insect and eat it. Yeah, that's- but. Folklore is if one of these were seen around your village or outside your house, then someone in your um, family was going to die. So they would kill the eye and then put its head on a post outside of their house. And that's how they could avoid someone dying. But they're also endangered because of this. Hmm. I didn't know that either. They're primates. Well, yeah, they're a lemur. So they got to be in Madagascar because lemurs are only found in Madagascar. Interesting. I, I, yeah, that's, they got like a creepy like ghost finger. They look gross. Like they almost look like a taxidermied animal to me. Yeah, like a very bad taxidermy. Like a, like a botched taxidermy. <laughs> yeah, job. their body is super small and their tail is really long and they have huge eyes. Hmm. Well. You're welcome. <laughs> in Turkey, you can't chew gum at night. It's equivalent. This is the grossest one I came across. It's equivalent to chewing flesh of the dead. Ooh. So at night I used to chew gum. I, I am a habitual gum chewer. I always have yeah. gum. And uh, I do not chew gum at night after it goes dark. I'm like, Because it turns into flesh. Because it turns into flesh. Ew. Or I always think about that. Yeah. Next thing you know, I'm chewing All of me. these just make me think, who came up with this? Right. Yeah. right. That had to be a newer one. Well, how long has gum been around? Like, the actual gum. That's a good question. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, anyway. Well, I know people used to chew on, like, tree rubber and stuff. Yeah. Like the sweet gum tree. Yeah. All right. Weird Halloween traditions, and then we'll go to the... <gasps> oh, the spooky news story? Yeah, the spooky news story. I don't watch scary movies. I don't... Okay. I watch Halloween <laughs> Town, and that's about as scary as we yeah. get. Halloween Town's great. Dude, and Hocus Pocus. <laughs> I love scary movies. We don't watch as many now that we have children, but I love scary movies. Anyway, so if you guys have not looked... We have the tradition of carving pumpkins, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that came from somewhere, and I was curious as to where it came from because we brought that to America because um, pumpkins don't really grow in a lot of other places uh-huh. or didn't used to grow in a lot of other places. So originally, people used beets and turnips 
And if you get a chance to list, carve them, yes. You, oh. So <laughs> if you get a chance to look this up, these things are freaking terrifying. <laughs> Just Google one real quick. Does it look yeah. like real a fast. shrunken head? It, it kind of does. What I'm looking for carved. I had to research turnip. that yeah. before. Like, and yeah, it, yeah, they're it's just, weird. It's a nightmare. Like, it's like what you see in your nightmares. Like, oh, pumpkin carve it. Like, it, they're just creepy looking. And I was like, well, that's. that's it looks weird. like uh, Groot from, uh, at least this one does. Looks like Groot from Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Look at that. See? Doesn't Groot. that look like a little alien head? <laughs> it Terrifying. Does look like an alien head. Terrifying. And then I was like, those are like a, that's a, that's a root vegetable that's extremely hard. Like, how hard would that be to carve? Like, yeah, like they were like, we got to America, like, dude, pumpkins are way easier to carve than beets. <laughs> we're switching. And they look cooler. It couldn't so, be any harder than wood, though. Um, so this is this is a new thing that's starting up. Trick-or-treating for cash instead of candy. Sign me up. I know, me too. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm. They finally figured out how to have adult trick-or-treat. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I take PayPal only. <laughs> you can tap to pay right here. <laughs> That's the way to go, man. Probably be cheaper than buying candy. And then this one was like, how did this creep into another holiday? Who likes fruitcake here? Nope. No. See, nobody. I, you do. I do not. Oh. It's like the one old man thing I don't do. <laughs> so there's something called Bambrack. It's a Halloween tradition. Bambrack? Bambrack. Bambrack. So it's basically fruitcake for Halloween. It's a little bit different. It doesn't have the festive colors and the, I don't know what those green <laughs> things are. Nobody does. Oh Nobody God. actually Candy. knows. But um, <laughs> so if you eat it, it, pr- it helps you to predict your future. Oh. So I was like, that's how fruitcake got here. This, this Bambrack <laughs> is like, you're the reason that fruitcake yeah. started. So like, ugh, terrifying. Nope, not interested in that one. Are we ready for this creepy? I guess. I see from across the table here, I see the picture associated with the article, and I don't think I'm going to like it. What is it? What it, is it? It looked like a like a huntsman spider or something. No. It's spiders. It's a brown recluse. Oh, pass. Okay. Even, even more. So I'm just going to read you the headline first. <laughs> I love doing this. Venomous brown recluse spider crawls into woman's ear. No. Pass. Uh uh-uh. uh. Why? No. So- <laughs> ah, wrong button. <laughs> so now you have to listen. So when I came across this, I use live science for this because they have a whole category of weird science things. And when I saw it, I was like, how did she not get bit? How did this not happen? So I kind of like dug a little deeper and pulled up another thing about it. So this woman from Kansas City, Missouri, was sitting at her house, and she kept hearing this swishing sound. Oh, no. Continuous. Continuous. <laughs> oh, no. She's like, how would you not know what's in your ear? <laughs> Nighttime crawlies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep with ear for now. So, right. So she said it wouldn't go away, and the doctor looked into her ear and walks out of the room and says, I need to get more people. Oh, so gosh. at this moment, they didn't know it was a brown recluse. They just like peeked in, saw eyes, saw legs, and said, oh, my gosh, that's a spider. Now, when you hear, uh, when I heard a brown recluse, I thought in my mind, like I, I've seen them before. I've been in contact with brown recluse before where yeah. I grew up. They were just a regularly occurring thing. Yeah. And they're 
massive. This big. is a massive spider we're talking. Yeah. Like not a little spider. Like even even when they're they're fresh babies, like they're still pretty. Like they're about the size of a grass spider. So like yeah. a bigger than a quarter. If if well, a with their legs if, like split if out. a yeah. full grown female is in this woman's ear, that's my first thought. This thing, <laughs> like we're talking about the size of my hand, palm of my hand. Gross. I have a medium sized hand. Ugh. Like spread out. Not like like the size of a coaster. Yeah, brown coaster that big. Yes. Yeah, they're they are big. They got like fat, chunky little violin bodies, and like their legs are what makes them big. They have really long legs, uh, and they spread out like like they're basically like. I don't know if they're quite that big. I'm telling you, when their legs are spread out, it's like the palm of my hand, not my fingers, just the palm. Legs, got it. Yeah, yeah, legs like legs spread out. That's spread what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying like yeah, thickness yeah. of my hand or anything. Right. Like I thought that you or... meant your whole hand, like no, because grandmas, and I'm like, grandmas like that. That's how. Right <laughs> Again, if you haven't listened to prior episodes, grandma is the name of his tarantula. Not, we're not talking about his actual grandma. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma was as big as my hand. Um, so she, the doctor or the nurse runs out, and she says, "We have an insect in here." So. It probably False. crawled into her. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Technically. <laughs> Cheryl doesn't actually people very much, but she just actually, this, this nurse. Uh, so they go back in and they said what had happened was is it probably crawled into her ear while she was sleeping. And Gross. they managed to remove it without killing it. <laughs> I don't know how. And without it biting mm. her. Now, here's, the, here's my other thought. Is brown recluse spiders, if they bite you, they have this venom that just like corrodes it's tissue. Necrotizing. Yeah. yeah it yeah. like just eats tissue. Yep. If she would have got like I've seen people's arms get bit and like it just kinda like makes a gross mark for a little while and then heals over. If it would have bit her in the ear, like her I, I all I could think about was like her this woman's brain could like, go to her brain meshing out, rotting out, like gross. ear just terrifying. Well, I'm not at the okay. very least her inner ear. Yeah. Would yeah. be destroyed. So I am not Afraid of spiders in any way, even venomous spiders. But you this right be. here, <laughs> just like, I was like, eh, you know, I'm going to use it, but I'm not happy about it. That's awful. That's that's like worst case scenario. So yeah. if, if you ever hear a swishing sound in your ear, just presume that it could be a spider. <laughs> have you ever had like a, have you ever had a bug or anything fly into your ear? Yeah. I've had a moth fly into my ear before. Of course you have. For two days, <laughs> that thing just kept moving and moving and moving, and I couldn't get it out. It was like a little grass marine. Um And it just, it just sound like somebody was, hit, like like a, when you put a. Like you a, let it in stay in there for two days? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> your little sidekick now. So, <laughs> so, you know, when you put like a, like a playing card and a bicycle spoke. Yeah. That's yeah. what it sounded like uh. for two days. And I'm like, finally, I'm like, dad, I can't do this anymore. And Dang. he basically stuck warm water in there, swished it out, still wasn't coming out. And then we went to the doctor and he just like reached in there with tweezers and pulled it out. So it was dead. But did you point. keep him? No, I'm surprised you don't they have usually a little don't let vial. You keep those I know. Things. They use, doctors Mike don't let you keep anything. Jar. I have a tick jar. I tried to keep a toenail once that I had removed. Doctors won't let you That's keep that freaking kind of disgusting. <laughs> Moving on. My dad got bit by a brown recluse on his leg. Uh, I don't know how many years ago this was. Probably like five years or so. But yeah, I mean, just like a, a spot on his leg, probably like a little bit bigger than like a half dollar. You know, like the big coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, just completely like black, rotted flesh. Like he had oh. to have like minor surgery basically to like cut out the dead flesh and put in okay stuff. But yeah, it was gnarly. Gross. 
Yeah, I, she, in my opinion, she got out of there. Literally, best case scenario, possible. Yeah, because if you, what happens with brown recluses? They're a pretty uh, secretive species of spider. They like to be left alone. And what happens is, is they usually wind up going into clothing or yeah. crawling underneath a yeah. blanket or something. Uh, and then somebody takes the blanket or they take the shirt or the sock or whatever, and they put it on and then they compress the spider and the spider feels that it has nowhere else to go. So the last thing they want to do is bite you, uh, for risk of losing a tooth or, you know, getting squished. So they bite and then they instantly flee. Uh, so how, when the doctors reached in and grabbed it, they, I I don't know, I don't know, blown away. I'm sure our listeners are curious (laughs) where brown recluses range is. So (laughs) it's possible to get them in Ohio, but we don't have them because we don't have, I can't, I'm not going to tell you that it's impossible to get them here because they can travel on things. They can be brought in on clothing. They can be brought in on wood, whatever it is with people moving stuff. But um, it's, it's very rare that we get them in Erie County. And if we do, give me a call. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in a jar. Yeah. Yeah. So same with black widows. Um, They're more of a habitat thing. Uh, We just, we have, you know, thick deciduous forest uh, in some areas of the county, not a lot, but they like to be a little bit more Southern and deep in the woods, uh, hidden away. They're not going to have to worry about it. Just like me. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't we all? Right. Would. Wouldn't. <laughs> I did a couple puns throughout this episode. And nobody caught them. Oh. That's I, about all. Yeah. How, how could you go any length of time with a spider in your ear? Well, because like, like not know that there's a living thing. In my opinion, in it's any time you have any type of metal con- condition. The first day is like you denying that there's something wrong. With you. <laughs> no, true. if there was something fluttering in my ear, mm-mm. you don't say, like. Like, when I get water in me, I'm like, oh, maybe it was water. Yeah, maybe. I think water would feel different than a spider. (laughs) (laughs) How would you, like, I mean, how would you know you've never had a spider in you? When you have water, if you move your head, you can feel it, like. Swoosh around. Maybe the spider was just, like, feeding on your earwax. Spiders are not (laughs) swooshy. Anyways. She had a swooshing sound. That's that's like worst nightmare. Ever. The woman actually like her her plan to prevent that from happening anymore is to sleep with cotton. She sleeps with cotton balls in her ears now. Yeah, I don't blame her. For yeah, sure. I don't either. Yep. Well, now it's just gonna go in her nose. Ooh. Gonna live in her sinus cavities. That would be a little bit. You would feel that would tickle you, and then you'd go like this bit dead. <laughs> <laughs> that it's your only option. quickly. You're just dead. <laughs> so I I there was a an. A story that I was always told as a kid, probably some kind of urban legend, but uh, some lady was like licking envelopes, like sending mail out or whatever, and she got like a paper cut on her tongue and like it healed, you know, pretty quickly like it does. But then her tongue was like slowly like swelling more over time and then like got like seriously infected and she went to the ER or something like that and they were examining her tongue and turns out on the envelope... That she had licked. There was like some kind of insect egg. I think it, people said it was like cockroaches or something. And so when she got that paper cut, an egg went in there. Or a, or a, or a, <laughs> a larva or something. And like 
it started developing inside of her tongue. Did you did you not do you not lick envelopes anymore? I mean, I don't mail anything at all. Because <laughs> yeah. it's twenty twenty. I don't know what I mail. No, I use the peel and stick ones. Oh, I don't want to put anything in my mouth. You or just, glue. You just take or a glue or a tape wet glue. rag and go. What what's that? Wrap it up. She wants to, she, she wants, wants me to, to wrap she wants it me up. to bust a sick wrap. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Drop Name it. Name it, Mike. I ride a bike. That's it. That, that's all it is. <laughs> all right. Woo. All right, baby. <laughs> Dang it. I keep hitting the wrong button. I need to label these things. I can't. <laughs> well, they are labeled on applause. here. I know. Well, there's a little like a uh, template thingy I can put on here. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Do you know what we're going to be talking about next week? Next week, we're going to be talking about myths in nature. Ooh. I've been saving this one up for quite some time. <laughs> Well, thank you guys for hanging out with us, and we hope you guys had a good one. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> <laughs>